All right, guys, let's do this shit. We just finished Christmas, right? We all survived, hopefully. Most of us did, right? Now it's time for New Year's. Who's ready for the new year? You know, I get really fucking tired of people going into this hard. I hate, I mean, we all agree with this, right? Is the new year the new me bullshit? Then it's the, it's the pithy, funny joke after. Me wanting to do something in 2003 or 2023. Now it's me being fat. Oh, look at me. It's such a jackass fucking thing we have to live in with these people, right? New me. It's the new year. We circled the sun. Get over it. No one cares. No one gives a shit anymore. Stop doing this to ourselves. If you want to be happy, just do it. You know, tell everybody. It's New Year's Eve. We have to listen to Mariah Carey sing again. Watch Dick Clark's fucking robotic ass dance. Is he dead? Dick Clark died, I guess, right? He's been dead for a long time, I think. <laughs> you know, he had his he had his um his New Year's Eve party, the the Dick Clark New Year's Eve party. Am I wrong? He did. He had that. Come on, get out of here. Um Anyways, we're in the new studio, with the new studio. It's the same studio. We updated it. Now we've got this amazing soundproofing. We've got killer lights. Everything's great. Everything's good. It's the it's the new it's the new year. It's the new studio. There we go. Fuck me. Did it to myself. Yeah, I get tired of those. I'm rubbing my face just thinking about the fucking people who get the gym memberships. We, it's funny because there's everyone who does this. We all say we're gonna do the, we're gonna do it this year, and we don't. Oh, is my mic all fucked up? Sorry, guys, that was annoying. My mic was kind of... Is it still, What the fuck? Jesus Christ, this is a professional podcast, people. Let's get it together. So we have people who want to start going to the gym. And then there's, there's the memes where the gyms are packed for the first day of the new year. Then the next day they're empty. These jokes are so old. Can we have it? How about a new year and a new set of fucking jokes about the new year? Right, it's the same fucking tired bullshit over and over again. We we want to get better, so we joke about getting better this year because we know it's not going to happen. But that in itself is a joke. It's so stupid. Let's just God get get into it or don't. Stop making this a fucking a thing every year. Mm. What else? Okay, well, let's talk about some New Year's stuff. Does anyone have any New Year's traditions? I remember one. Not a tradition. wasn't a tradition, but this is something that I always remember. And for some reason, it sticks in my head. I don't even know if it's a New Year's thing. But I remember back when I was really young. And I'm talking, it must have been before I was eight years old because I lived in an apartment with my parents. And this movie came on, and I think Demi Moore was in it. Or is it Demi? Whatever it is. She marries some fat, ugly dude. Right? <laughs> I'm wondering if I'm saying this and someone's like, yeah, that's what happened. I remember watching that movie. Will, I'm looking at you, buddy. You must know this. Will be approach me later and ask and answer if you if you know what I'm talking about. She marries some fat. He, she works at a restaurant or some shit, and the guy owns the restaurant. He looks, I felt like, you know, once again, I'm thinking back. He looked like Danny DeVito in Batman Returns. He had the really big nose and he was just rotund and he had had the um <laughs> he had the haircut of that 
is his name De- De- Detective Sipowitz or whatever the fuck his name is from NYPD Blue or I, I remember him I remember his face from Seinfeld when George is combing his hair to look like him and I remember him from Die Hard 2 or he's the cop he's like the chief of police in the airport or wherever the fuck he is that cop he has that hair and he has the nose of, of Oswald Cobblepot and Cobblepot 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 anyways he has that nose from Batman Returns. And then the whole movie is just him realizing that she's way too good for him or some shit. And I think she realizes it too. So she starts being like, fuck you. I'm going to go cheat on you with other dudes. He's like, the fuck you will. And then I, I, I think <laughs> I'm, I feel like I'm mixing that movie and a Stephen King or, or like a Tales from the Crypt movies together like a creep show and a crypt show kind of thing and she kills the dude i think and then rolls him up in a carpet and then makes him into bars of soap <laughs> am i making any fucking sense i haven't smoked any weed today yet so maybe i'm maybe i'm just actually losing my fucking gourd but then the soap that she makes she uses it and then burns her skin and she like melts in the in the shower <laughs> None of that story made any fucking sense, but I swear to God, that's the movie I fucking remember from when I was a kid, from when I was seven, right? When I was six, when I was, I probably remember from when I was, I mean, remember, I remember some things from when I was five to maybe I was like seven in that apartment. I mean, I remember things beyond that, I, I hope. <laughs> Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Do I make any sense at this point or am I just talking pure shit out of my ass? Let's look it up. It used to be on. I swear it was on. It was on city TV, city city movies. Remember at nine o'clock, you would sit down on a Friday, and city would come on. And that guy with a really great voice would be like, "Oh, tonight's movie is about." And he would kind of give a description, a summary of what the movie was about before it came on. It was city movies, something like that. Susan Sarandon stars in this movie where some guys get shot. It's a hell, you know, he just has his own little take on it, but it's kind of summary as well. And then he would kind of end the night with like the blue movies. Remember the blue movies when we were kids, we used to watch it was like softcore porn shit that we'd watch right after the movie. Your parents would be like, okay, I'm going to bed. Don't stay up too late. And you're like, yep, click it on, keep the volume low. Just that horrible fucking, who makes up? I don't understand softcore porn. I mean, I don't understand porn in general. I just, I can't understand the logic behind it anymore. But the softcore is stupid. They make such a weird, I remember one, I'll go off into the, I'll look at the Demi Moore thing in a second, but I remember one, add Pamela Anderson in it. So of course, if you're seeing Pamela Anderson in a softcore, you're just, you've, you've died and gone to heaven when you're 12 years old watching the blue movies on City. Right, Channel 7, anyone know? Represent? We watched, um, so you'd watch, and it was just, it was, she played, she played the girlfriend of this dude who was a scientist or some shit, and it's very, he looked, he looked like, um, not, not David Spade, but who's David Spader, who's the guy, he was like, he was in Crash, and he played Robert California in The Office, what was his name, James Spader, that's his fucking name, he looked like James Spader, I don't think it was though, and he played a scientist, and he's trying to design some fucking thing whatever and of course they just fuck for no reason and they just have to show her boobs and every one time in the, in the movie he gets he has like a test rat and the test rat bites him and he gets mad and throws on the ground and steps on it <laughs> like what a fucking weird movie this is I'm, all I'm doing is thinking of weird ass movies that maybe never even happened in my entire life okay let's look up Demi Moore Demi Moore 
Is that a real name? Deming Jean Moore. That is her name. Wow. She's 60. Let's go to her filmography. Let me, I have to go to like a sec, a separate filmography page. Isn't that annoying about Netflix or Netflix, Wikipedia? Tele, uh, she was in television. I'll say it's, fuck. Sorry, excuse me. Jesus. Her first movie was Choices, Parasite, Doctors in Love, Blame It on Rio, No Small Affair. Maybe it's that. No. That, God. Looks <laughs> like a stupid movie. St. Almost Fire. I forgot she was in that movie. Was she like a main character in that movie? No. No, I don't remember her. I remember you know, her being in that movie. About last night. One crazy... This doesn't... I don't know. Ghost. Nothing But Trouble. Was that her? No, comedy. Comedy horror, maybe. No, I mean, John Candy's in it. He wasn't that fucking fat. Mortal Thoughts. Harvey Keitel. Okay, oh wait. Okay, Mortal Thoughts. Wait a second. American neo-noir mystery thriller directed by Alan Rudolph, blah, 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 blah. Set in a police interrogation. Um, told a narrative... Uh, flashback set in a police interrogation. The film centers on a woman implicated in the violent murder of her friend's abusive drug addicted husband. It's title derived from the quote in William Shakespeare, the tragedy of Macbeth. Okay. I don't think that was it though. God damn. I will like never find out what this is. The butcher's wife. That sounds like it, but it's a comedy. No, a few good men. I forgot she was in that too. Disclosure now and then. See, this is this is kind of like older stuff, though. I don't think I was it was this old. Hmm. Maybe she wasn't in it. See, I think it was like a made-for-TV movie, though. That's that's the point I'm, I think I'm missing here. Is that clear? Is my audio clear? Does that sound better? Is my audio audio plop plop plop? Sound clearer now? Whatever. Deconstructing Harry. She's a lot of comedies. Jesus Christ. No, I don't think this is it. None of this is it. I'm so confused. Tales from the Crypt. Okay, she was in Tales from the Crypt. Dead right. Okay, let's look that up. Tales from... Ow. Tales from the... Oh my God, I can't even spell. Takes from the dip. That's not what it is. Tales from the Crypt. Dead rights. Dead right. Okay, here we go. There she is. Okay, a greedy woman marries. Un- yes, okay, right. I think I found it. I forgot Tales from a Crypt was a show. It was an actual series. I don't remember why I forgot that. Kathy wants a rich and successful life and, and fast. She visits a medium who tells her. Yeah, like I like how this is the thing where she wants... She wants advice, so she goes to a medium. She wants everything. People who go to mediums. Medium. She will meet a man who will inherit a lot of money and die in a violent way. Soon after... Sorry, I just opened the thing. It gave me like half of it, then it opened up. Okay. Kathy wants a rich, successful life and fast. She visits a medium who tells her she will meet a man who will inherit a lot of money and die in a violent way soon after. When she meets grossly overweight Charlie, who informs her of her rich relatives, she promptly marries him. As it turns out, the medium is always right. All right? What? Okay, but that's all. No, no, I want the story. 
Give me the story. What the fuck? IMDb sucks, man. IMDb sucks ass. Fuck them, man. Fuck their bullshit. I want the plot synopsis. Okay. Okay. I'm, just, I'm trying to bring myself right as if she burns herself with soap or something. Okay, so I'm going all through this again. Madame Volma predicts that Kathy, yeah, she will lose her job. I'll find out one day. Kathy believes in the medium, so she marries this... Okay, so there's a lot more to the beginning of that. She tells her she's going to... Okay, so, the, so the, the medium was right about her losing her job. This is before this, so... This is more of a thing. Intrigued by the turn of events, Kathy goes and she gets the information. She'll marry a fat man who will die a violent death. Uh, Kathy concludes cheerfully that she's going to be a rich widow. God, that's a good thing to hear, right? You're going to be a rich widow soon. Nice. She meets Charlie Marno, an, an obese, unattractive man who becomes attracted to her. In spite of her disgust towards his ugliness and obesity, Kathy feigns, in, Kathy, Kathy feigns interest in him, figuring he must be the man the medium spoke of. Kathy marries Charlie and resists his... Amorous advances until she figures his eventual death is forthcoming, imagining such things like him dying of a heart attack because he is obese, or possibly a street accident as he is somewhat klutzy. <laughs> klutzy. Who writes klutzy? Um, however, three months pass and there is no impending sign of death. Kathy also remembers that Charlie said he had an uncle in the Midwest who owned a successful factory, thus that must be the predicted inheritance. One night she asks about her uncle and he asks, she asks about her Uncle, okay, yeah. Shouldn't she just ask about his uncle? Whatever. To which Charlie replies, he's been hospitalized. Kathy asks if Charlie will be take over the factory, and Charlie replies that since his uncle is married with several kids, his rank in the line of succession is pretty low. Kathy goes to bed angry. This is a very long synopsis. I wanted to be cut down more than this, but longer than the first one. <clears throat> Following day, Kathy goes to an automat. I don't know what that is. Sort of like a washing place. Like an auto, like a laundry place. Anyways, to buy a cup of coffee in Danish. This is so specific. Just tell me. Ugh. When suddenly confetti rains from the ceiling and Kathy is met by the CEO of an automat chain who claims she is the five millionth customer and is awarded the prize of one million dollars. Although Kathy is ecstatic with her good fortune, she comments to herself that the gypsy was wrong. Fuck you, gyps. Sometime later, Kathy returns home enjoying a small part of her new fortune wearing a nice dress and a designer purse. She tells Charlie she wants a divorce, insulting his weight and goofy attitude and calling him a fat, disgusting slob. Unfortunately, this sends Charlie off the deep end and he attacks Kathy with a knife in a jealous rage, shouting, If I can't have you, no one can. As he stabs her to death, Charlie ends up inheriting Kathy's winnings and the murder was discovered by authorities and Charlie was found guilty of second-degree murder and sends the electric chair. Wow. I do remember this, but this doesn't do with the soap. But I think I'm onto something still. A television report report about the murder and execution is shown, which is watched by Madame Vorma, remarking to herself on how she was always right. Y- yeah, I, I guess. Like it was kind of vague. I don't know. I'm always right. It's like, okay. Well, you're kind of wrong on lots of that shit. Okay, so I remember. I remember. See, I remember that. I remember that story. But where the fuck was it? I, so now I'm thinking it was a Tales from the Crypt with. With the Jeffrey Tambor played the slob of a man. Oh shit, Jeffrey Tambor. Let's look at let's look at a picture of him as the character. <laughs> wow. He kind of looks like the 
the dude uh he looks like Colin Farrell playing penguin in the Batman. You ever see if you've seen that? It's almost the exact fucking picture. That's really weird. Wow. So he plays the penguin. See, that's what oh, see, I'm getting all these things coming in that's fucking weird. The big nose, penguin with with Jenny DeVito, and now he looks like Colin Farrell playing the penguin in the Batman, the newest Batman that came out with uh Robert Pattinson. Oh man, my brain goes all over places. Like it's just weird, man. I see some things, man. Mm-hmm. Sorry, just dead air here for a second. I apologize. Okay, so that was so I'm missing that one. That was kind of a weird that was kind of a weird thing. But okay, so let's do t- so I think maybe the Tales from the Crypt Tales from the The Crypt Soap uh, Soap episode, yes Give it to me Let's see this 19, oh god Okay, I might have it here Willa, okay, this looks like it Yes, this is it, okay Willa Sandleton was a young commercial Slash gruesome artist who appeared a commercial slash gruesome artist who appeared. Okay, so she was a commercial actress. Uh, she was played by Christy Conway. What the fuck? Okay, just give me the fucking thing. Give me the episode. What was the episode called? Fucking Christ. Give me the fucking episode. Okay, it was 99 and 44 slash 100% pure horror. Is that what the episode was called? Okay, this is the tagline. Is the designer of Dharma's soap packaging washed up as the artist? Don't miss the suspense. Stupid. Okay. Here's the plot, people. Here we go. Sorry you're listening to me read plots of movies, but I'm trying to get into a thing here. I'm trying to get into why New Year's means so much to me. Lou Luden Sandleton is a meek president of a company that manufactures bars of soap. He makes and sells soap, just like Tyler Durden. Be praised. When the advertising campaign for the latest line of soap is deemed a failure, Luden has no choice but to fire his artist wife, Willa, who designed the artwork for said campaign. However, the greedy and unfaithful Willa has her own deadly ideas about rectifying the situation. See, I put these movies together, which is so weird. But it's a Tales from the Crypt, so it makes sense. God, that guy's freaky. Eh? The Tales from the Crypt guy still gives me fucking nightmares. But he's so funny. He's so real, right? He's everything you want to be sometimes. <laughs> he dresses up in funny costumes, and he just he, he talks shit. I, I like it, man. Greetings. Hi. What? Just give me the fucking episode. Oh, for fuck. Okay, you just that was the, okay. No, give me the fucking episode. Okay, here's the fuck. Oh my God, I'm so terribly sorry, people. I know this is brutal. I apologize. Just bear with me here. Okay, where are we up right now? She, husband, she cares about it herself. Her paying some money. One day Willow is going to show the artwork, but it was denied because they said it sucked. Okay, because of the art being very. Okay, I missed a part there. All she cares about is herself, her paintings, and money. One day, Willow was going to show her art and on a talk show, but was denied because of the censor's board of the studio, because the art being very gruesome. I don't remember that at all. She had gruesome art? I thought she was just making soap art. Okay, it was not allowed on the show. To make matters worse for her, Luden fires her... Okay, so the guy fired her as a designer for the Dermasmooth and hires the graffiti artist that appeared on the talk show... 
um, that was mentioned earlier. Since she cannot have her job back, she demanded divorce with, with half of Luden's money. It's a failing company, bitch. What are you going to do with that? Whoever Luden refuses the divorce and shows Willa pictures of her and her lover taken by a detective. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. He caught her. Pushing Willa to the breaking point and making her kill... Wait, this is the sentence is phrase. Pushing Willa to the breaking point and making her kill Luden with a large bar of soap on a rope. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, she repeatedly banged in Luden's skull with the soap. It's written, this is, I'm reading it the way it's written here. It's like a period, then like a sentence fragment, then a period. When her lover arrived, she wrapped Luden in a carpet and forced her lover to take the rug to the car. She drives off to the soap factory and, leave, and leaves her lover behind. While at the factory, she threw Luden into a vat of glycerin and turned him into many bars of soap. Hey, big fat people make good soap. Bye, club. Willa returns home in the box of soaps, uh, with a box of soap so she can dissolve all the soap and water so there will be no evidence that she killed Luden. Yeah, I'm sure the cops are looking a bar of soap for her husband. I mean, just, come on. But not before taking a shower and washing off the blood. She was at a real soap, so she decided to use some soap made from Luden. <laughs> eyeball soap. However, the neglected to remember that Luden's speech of not using animal parts in his soap because of the many types of acids in animal parts, including hydrochloric... People, I'm sorry. I'm trying to read and I'm dumb. Okay? Okay. Bill Maher, okay. However, she neglected to remember Luden's speech of not using animal parts in his soap because of the many types of acids in animal parts. Well, that's not true. Including hydrochloric acid. I, I don't think that's true because... They said the best soap is made from fat, and that's a scientific. And since Luden has gastric acid problems, <laughs> which is why he needed antacids all the time, the soap will painfully and disturbingly dissolve Willa. Wow. It, it wasn't written the best, but that was kind of the thing. That's okay. So I kind of got them two to conflate, but they're similar. It's a girl who wants to make money and then gets divorced and then kills her husband or the husband kills her or whatever. Okay, fine. I got those mixed up. But then I remember her in the soap, yeah, and then <laughs> you, he wants to, he doesn't use animal parts because the animals contain hydrochloric acid. Okay, I don't know. Uh, I don't think that's correct. I'm not saying we don't, we have enough hydrochloric acid to burn through someone's skin. I don't think so. However, people, that was just, that was a long ass fucking story about why New Year's Eve means a lot to me or things that remind me of New Year's. Oh, goodness. My fucking God. Better than watching the fucking ball drop, I'll tell you that much. Listen to this podcast, it's better than Ted Koppel's robot. I know, it was <laughs> Ted Koppel, Dick Clark's robotic ass. Mariah Carey's. Oh, I, there's a funny one, too. I watched uh, Gronk. Uh, what's his name? Gronkowski. I saw him throw a Lego version of Steve Harvey's head on the ground and, like, danced around like a fucking asshole. It was the... Fu- oh, I'll try to find it, but here, let's watch Let's watch a couple things here. And you can't really see them, but we'll audio play it, so... Mariah Carey's awful performance on New Year's Eve 2016. Probably be an ad. Yep, an ad. Why, why, why did I think there wasn't going to be? Okay, people, hold on. So seriously, just remember what what, what makes you think of New Year's. That, that bar of soap and the... Oswald Cobblepot makes that's what I think of. Sue me. That's what it is to me. Oh, God damn you fucking thing. Okay. No sound check, no problem. Here we go.
everyone in New York so happy. Let's see how saying. Is that a reasonable solution? No sound check means no effort. Could you not sing this song without without sound check though? Am I wrong? Wow, this dude's grabbing up on her. Look at him go. He looks confused though. He's like, should I hold you this whole time? God damn, she's thick. These background dancers have trained so hard and she just fucking jacking off around the stage. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, lip syncing right now. Okay, she's lip syncing. You know what? Who cares? Oh, there's a funnier one where she just stands around. Ah, she's lip syncing. You know what? She's owning it. Fuck it. She's owning it. I won't even shit on her for this one. But she did what I would do. And that if I just sing, if, imagine you can't sing like I can't sing. And you got to go on stage and sing a song. I would do this. I would do what she would do. She'd be like, yeah. Dance around with a bunch of dudes. Yeah, right on. Uh, that was, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Kids, watch Cindy Lauper's Delivers Awful New Year's performance live on stage, national TV. I like Cindy Lauper. <laughs> Garbage. This DJ looks like he's doing shit. This DJ in the back. <laughs> this is so shit. Oh my gosh, he's trying to dance. That was, that was the whole clip. All right. That was that was funny. Poor Cindy Lauper. I don't watch it again. Thank you, though. Okay, that was funny on so many levels because the stage is really empty, and there's a dude with a coffee table-sized mixing board, I guess, or like a, I don't know, like a DJ fucking thing, and he's really getting into it. Like, he's really fucking throwing around, and she's kind of just standing still. Then when, they, when it kind of the beat drops, she kind of jumps up a little bit, and she kind of stammers around the stage. You know what, though? It's always shitty sound in Times Square because there's so much noise going around. Like, what, do you silence that crap? No, right? Um, <laughs> Mariah Carey says she was victimized over New Year's Eve show. Victimized is not the word I think I would use. They didn't have your monitors on. Get over it. The monitors weren't on. I was victimized. Okay, you know what? Don't think you know what that word fucking means. Okay, horrible New Year's Eve. I'm gonna put Gronk in. Let's see if it comes up. Gronk. I picture Gronk the way he is in Family Guy. Okay, here it is. Rob Gronkowski. Gronk spikes Lego Steve Harvey on New Year's Eve. <laughs> Let's watch this. Oh, wait. Is there a better one? This is two years ago. It's 2020. I think I watched this live with Sam, and we were laughing hysterically because we thought it was, like, real, but it wasn't real. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, it's, like, a ripped off of a of a TV. Someone just filmed a TV. Okay, whatever. Okay, so right now, we're looking at 
Gronkowski is dressed up as like an old football player. Like he has like a meat helmet on. <laughs> Whatever was meat, there's like a scrum kind of cap back in the day. And he's got like some old colors on. And then Steve Harvey's dressed in this giant puffy jacket. And he's got that same fucking look that he always does. Just, just front teeth. God, he has like really, he has like really fake teeth, right? His teeth are definitely fake. And there's a Steve Harvey bust. <laughs> Right between the both of them, and it looks, it looks, it looks as if Steve Harvey was a eight-bit video game enemy who comes up on a pop-up screen where he goes, ah, ah, ah. It's like dialogue will come up like you'll never defeat me. He just has that kind of like grinning, like that kind of funny smile that he would do, and it would like the shoulders would shrug. Ah, 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 Power Rangers. They both look so happy. They're both smiling. And here's the big bust, and he's he's looking at it. He's eyeing it. And he's getting into a he's getting into a defensive stance. He's pointing. He's pointing for the audible. Gearing up. He's hiking. There's something wrong with you. Yeah, Gronkowski's a fuck. It's like, Wait, let's hear that. <laughs> he did this weird little dance. He was jumping up and down on his feet in like a weird, I don't know. He was just he was kind of just jumping up and down on his feet. And Steve Harvey looked like, yeah, you're crazy. Gronk is probably, I think Gronk does a lot of drugs. He seems like the kind of dude. I hear he's like, yeah, like I said, in Family Guy's a gigantic party animal. I assume he's the same way here. So let's continue. So he's like, what's wrong? He's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Definitely CT brain. One night only. You went back to the Buccaneers, hey? Gotta give him that. You know what I don't like about Steve Harvey is he's dumb. He always says dumb shit. I understand he's on a show where everyone says dumb shit. I saw a meme today. Sorry, I'm just going off topic before we watch the video. It was Steve Harvey saying, name me the first American president. And someone put like, and someone was like, Jim Carrey. And then the family's like, good answer, good answer. It was something like that. Whereas the, the answer was clearly not like, who was the first American president? If you don't know it was George Washington, it's like, uh, you know, Andrew Jackson, you could say Donald Trump, you could say any fucking person who was ever a president. You could say any president of the fucking world and make more sense. But it, it was, you know, it was like SpongeBob SquarePants. That, it was just something like, it's so dumb. Anyways, continue this. Sorry. Look, oh, look, he's looking at that. He's looking at that. He's picking up. Oh, he picked it up. He's, <laughs> he's picking up the head. He's doing this dance. Oh my god, so good. What was it? Oh my god. <laughs> He's still dancing around. He's on the stage dancing and Steve Harvey's losing his fucking mind. And this guy this guy's doing like a frat boy dance. He's like a hump in the air. <laughs> this is so He 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 
okay, Steve Harvey might have been f- playing off that too, but he seemed he looked at him. Are you mentally ill? <laughs> and Gronk was humping the air. I, I don't know. I feel like the New Year's Eve parties are always so fucking weird in New York. It's strange. Let's see here. Dick, Dick Clark. It's still called the Dick Clark's Rock New Year because it's like he died, but he like pioneered the show or some shit, right? That's kind of the skinny of it. All right, let's see who's playing Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve. This is a 2023 promo. Let's do this. Who's Re-end laughing? the new year from the happiest place on earth to Times Square. Join me and my co-host, Billy Porter, Sierra, Sierra. Jesse James Decker, and Liza Koshy. Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve with Ryan Seacrest live on ABC. Dick Clark's with Ryan Seacrest. There's a lot of dicks and gay people in that right there. I don't know who D-Nice is. I don't know who... I think I know who Sierra is. Man, I don't know who the fuck. I, it's you can't get anybody like last. Like, yeah, for the 2020, they had LL Cool J. When the fuck was that dude relevant last? Really? That dude has not been relevant in years, right? I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, um. I don't know what anyone else does for their fucking New Year's, but I, I just, I, that's the only thing I really ever think of. All, every year of my life on, on New Year's, I think of those fucking movies. For some reason, I don't know why. Like made for TV, like it's Tales from the Crypt, it's like a made for TV fucking movie. That's all I remember. It's strange, right? Yeah, I don't remember kissing. I remember kissing some girls, but I don't remember. I don't remember who they were. Even it's like, oh, you have to kiss somebody on New Year's. I'm like, I don't know the fuck it was. I just remember Debbie Moore getting knifed by some fat penguin-looking dude, and some girl melting from soap. <laughs> That's my New Year's memories. Oh Jesus, what the fuck is wrong with me? I've got problems. I got problems. Is there anything else? Oh yeah, here here's something. I'll talk about yeah. I was going to mention something about movies. If you're going to if you're going to watch a movie, it happens so much on Net, it happens so much on Netflix. I haven't gone to see a movie in the theaters in a long time. Probably like Halloween ends, right? That was probably the last one I saw with James. But when you go on Netflix or Amazon or any of those fucking those uh, uh, those whatever like at, whatever the fuck they're called channels, you know. Um, you ever put on a movie, you don't know what it is, but you see an actor you kind of know, and 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 you already know from the first introduction of the production, the introduction of the production company is totally shit. Right? It's like, I know at that point the movie's going to suck. If you see a Warner Brothers, it's a basic logo, like MGM, it's... The lion, yeah, they're 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 cheesy, but they're fucking vintage, and you know it's gonna be a good movie. You see Universal Pictures, it's gonna be fucking good. You see a, you know, Warner Brothers or what's that one with the, um, the Water Tower, whatever the fuck it is, you know it's gonna be a good fucking movie. But you put on a movie, and the production company sucks. Like the music's terrible, and it's it's like a corny little clip, you know. <laughs> the music is just trash. You just hear it. And you're like, this is garbage. The movie's going to suck. 
Yeah, the movie hasn't even started. There's not there's not a there's not even a word of the movie. You just see the oh the blacksmith enterprise movies and it's just it's some hacky clip of a dude hammering something and the music is terrible and the sound is god awful. You know it's gonna be shit. But I appreciate them doing that because I will watch five minutes of that movie and go, it is shit. You know, it's just, they make such crappy movies. There's once in a while a movie on Netflix comes, they put out more movies that are just shit instead of just buckling down and making a good movie to put out, right? Just a lot of garbage. I saw one and I watched a bit of it and literally, I don't know how it could have got better because it was just terrible. And Antonio Banderas was in it, but I think he's at an age now where... If he he would he would play a show like if he was a musician he'd be in like the casino era, you know what I'm talking about you know when you like a band or something and then the they end up going casino ram or they're at casino Niagara or some shit you know they're kind of done. Now they do a spot there like they do a spot there but I saw the Ventures at Casino Rama the Ventures I mean they're an old surf band from the fucking sixties I I don't expect them to play the you know the fucking Molson Amphitheater anymore. But you just know that's where they're at right now. And I, we, Sam and I bought tickets for my parents to go see the Doobie Brothers at Casino Niagara. And I mean, they still have their merit, but they're playing the casino tours, right? Once you're doing the casino tours, you're kind of just in that realm. I, I, well, I saw the Ventures. I was with my friend and his dad and his dad's friend. And it was a great show, don't get me wrong. But the volume was really low, and everyone beside me legitimately had auction tanks. Everyone there was elderly. And I get it. Like I said, they're, they're a band from the 60s. Like, I'm kind of the odd man out. Like, I'm in, I was in my 20s going to see a surf band from the 60s, but I like surf music, so I went to go see them. But there were people who were just with walkers and carrying their own auction tanks to, to see a surf show that I was going to see. So clearly, there's you know when you go to the casinos, I just feel that's that's kind of where you're at. Like, Rod Stewart just does pure casinos now. And he has great music. Right, but you'll you won't see the Rolling Stones there. I don't think they'll ever play. There's there's some bands that will never play casinos. I think the Rolling Stones is one of them. If Led Zeppelin ever gets back together, they probably won't ever do that. You know, they'll always play the big venues. Like I saw Roger Waters. He's still like he's he's eighty. He's like seventy nine or eighty. He's still playing uh, the Air Canton or with the Scotia Bank Theater or the fuck it is now. You still play in venues like that. And there's just some people who won't ever get out of that. But then there are some people who will play casinos until they don't play anymore, until they pass away or whatever the fuck it is. But there's, you know, there's just that life now. And in Vegas, they have their own, they have the, they have their spots in Vegas. Like they play like three shows a night. Like Carrot Top had that for a long time. I don't know if he still does. But Carrot Top had a, had a spot in like the Mirage for like a decade now. Yeah, he's a he's a chintzy prop comic. I don't actually I like the dude. I think he's hilarious. But when you go there, you're expecting to see this show of props and how how many times because you ha- like you play the same show I think over and over again. You're not touring with new jokes. You're playing the same stuff, and everyone wants to see that. And that's kind of how that goes, I guess. If you're not if you're not writing new material, but you're really big on comedy, you just kind of hang around and do the casino life. You know, like even Celine Dion had that. She was, you know, I don't know if she's sick now. We talked about that before on the podcast, but I think she's sick. But she did she did the casino she did the casino thing in Vegas for a long time. 
and they make fucking cash. But you do like five shows a day or something. You do a lot of, like, it's a lot of work. You're not sitting around. You're not doing a show and making millions of bucks. You are literally doing shows every fucking night. Two shows on Saturday, two shows on Sunday, you know, three shows Friday, then maybe Wednesday you have off or some crap, right? So, I don't know. It's weird. Maybe we'll get to that spot. Speaking of casinos, I like the movie Casino. Um, Scorsese, right? Uh, De Niro, Pesci, the whole gang up on Possum Lodge. Um, one, the one thing I don't like is Sharon Stone's character. I don't understand how... I can, I can never understand her character in that in that movie. Because at first, uh, I think, what's his name? Is his name Sam? His name is Sam. Sam Rothstein, I think is his name. And he sees her, and she's like a high-class hooker or whatever. And she seems so independent. And I think, like, he ruins it, though. Like, he takes her out of that life, and then she becomes, like, dependent on him. But, God, her character is so fucking annoying. She's always crying and lying in bed and acting like a fucking asshole and smashing up his car. Then... And then she's always tied to James Woods because he was like her pimp back in the fucking day. And I guess she still loves him. But in the movie, he's such a dirtbag. You're married to a guy who like owns a casino and he's fucking cool. And then this greaseball James Woods comes around. You just, you have to go with him. And then, and then he gets, and then um, De Niro, whatever, uh, Sam gets his, his goons to beat him up. And it's not even that bad. He's like beat up and put him back in his car and he drives away. And then she's, like, upset about it, obviously, because she likes the fucking dude. And I swear, like, ten scenes later, she's lying in bed, and she's crying, and he's like, what are you crying for? And she's like, you have to beat him up. <laughs> and I don't know I don't know if he says it or I just always think it. I'm like, yo, bitch, that was, like, a month ago. Your crazy asshole came here and tried to steal money off me, got beaten up by some goons. He was fine. Like, he left, and he was okay. And you're lying in bed, like, wait, to beat him up for? <laughs> it's such a shitty terrible character then you know she goes crazy and steals all his crap and smashes in his car then at the end you realize or you find out that she hangs out with bikers and they drug her up and kill her or whatever the fuck it is her care i don't know her care that was her that was her whole character i suppose just to be annoying and fucking piss me off so when she died she she just dies so insignificantly they talk about everyone well uh this guy got killed by him and these guys got whacked and these guys went to jail and these guys went here Oh, she hung out with some bikers and they gave her a fucking heroin dose and it killed her. It's like, oh, well, big fucking deal. They never mentioned what happened to his kid, though, in that movie, right? Anyways, I'm going off a casino. I don't give a shit. There's more to making fun of Sharon Stone. That's it, guys. New Year's is coming, 2023. You know, go to the gym or don't. I don't fucking care. What's your New Year's resolutions? How about um, go fuck yourself? That's my New Year's resolution. I'm going to go fuck myself. I'm not going to tell you anything. Be surprised if I do something. If I do something crazy, I'm just going to say it was my New Year's resolution to do that. Hey, he's taking a shit on that dude's car. That's what he wanted to do, I guess. That was his New Year's resolution. That's going to be it. That's going to be how this whole thing goes. You see me do something wacky? That's it. Yep. All right, guys. I don't know. That's that's it. I just want to do a short podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. I kind of went off on a lot of weird tangents there, and but thank you for listening. Thanks for you know Sam. She designed the fucking studio, and everything is good. The sound is way better in here. It's quiet. 
there's no like ambient i mean you're gonna hear some stuff eventually because we do have the furnace right behind us but however it sounds great this has been a really fucking positive experience so thank you for joining us in the new studio i want to get a sign that says open or something can someone make me listen i don't know i don't know if i have fans who can make those those like argon signs that that is like the argon pink fluorescent signs if you can make that for me make it you could it could say whatever it wants to say it could be like penis open you know butthole pad <laughs> fucking no make me a sign though make me a fluorescent sign and i'll turn it on and do the podcast i'll have it pinned like right behind my head i kind of against the wall next to the star wars posters i'll put it right there make that sign for me make some sort of arg i'm thinking it's an argon sign the hot guy anyways yes guys um thanks for listening and I'll post this up as soon as I can. And I hope you guys have, seriously, hope you had a Merry Christmas or a Happy Holidays, whatever the fuck you celebrate. And I hope you have a good New Year's because it's going to suck once again. Everything's going to come back around. We're all going to get mad and next year's going to be better. So, guys, take care. And seriously, have a happy and safe New Year's. Don't drink and drive. And write us up, man. Go on Instagram. Comment. Talk shit. I don't care. Tell us we suck. I don't give a shit. Rate us poorly. I don't give a fuck anymore. But I love you guys, and thank you so much for listening, and take care. Bye.